three, two, one. Hey guys, it's Destiny and Lauren, and welcome to Ghosted Down the podcast. Uh, Lauren, how goes? I mean, we out here. How you been? We are, but we're really not because <laughs> we're still inside. <laughs> we, aren't. we literally uh, are not out here. <laughs> we are not out here. We're not out here, but I shared, told you earlier that I am just so happy that I surprised my mom last, last weekend, I think for her birthday, we had both been social distancing and I had talked to her beforehand, like, Oh no, would you be okay if I came home? She said, yes. So I got her permission first, but I surprised her and I had been in my hometown of Austin, Texas for almost two weeks and it's lovely. That's awesome. I love it. She's lovely. What That's about awesome. you? Uh, same. Well, no, I'm not in Austin. Um, but st- I'm still hanging in there. I'll be honest. I kind of hit a wall. Like I feel like I've just been kind of sprinting the last couple of weeks. And I felt really good. Like I was getting a lot of stuff done and like things are in play. And it's kind of like, whoa, like this stuff is happening. Uh, but then <laughs> I think Thursday I woke up and was like, nope. It's not, it's not happening. And whatever it is, it just, it was just not going to happen. And it was whatever adulting uh, work or responsibilities that I needed to do. So I woke up and I went to the grocery store, got a bunch of spices and seasonings, came home and baked a cake. No, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Um, I made cookies from scratch. I've never made cookies from scratch. And then the day after that, I made a pie from scratch, dough and all. It was my first time making, like, dough for a pie. And then the next day, today, I made um, quiche. Ooh, okay. I'm really curious about this dough from scratch because yes. I'm thinking about making something desserty. Okay. I'm not sure what. Okay. Was it worth it? Because people sometimes say it is worth it and it's not made worth it for dough. So here's the thing, because I'm very particular about ingredients that I use. Um, and so I have all purpose flour. I did not want to experiment with like a regular, like a, not a regular flour, but a, like an almond flour or whatever, like fun flours that you can use that are alternatives. So I wanted to kind of stick to the basics and then deviate on my next go around. I'll be honest. Yes. Because I made dough enough for pie crust, bottom and top, and I had some dough left over. And so I was able to kind of play around with that dough the next day. Um, it took me... I mean, outside of it sitting in the fridge for two hours, uh, it took me maybe like 30 minutes. And I probably, it'll, I'm going to say 20 minutes. I probably should have spent more time with the dough and really kneading it out. Um, but with the ingredients that I use, I typically don't like the things I make. So I feel like I'm only tasting the ingredients that I used, if that makes sense. So I use a lot of coconut oil instead of shortening. Mm-hmm. which is a substitute. Uh, I did my Googles, but it just, I feel like I'm only tasting coconut oil. And so today when I made something salty, it, it did not lend itself. Like it was almost a little sweet with the salty, which you would think was good. But again, I'm only tasting coconut oil. Husband said he loved it, but with the pie, perfect. But I still felt like I taste a lot of coconut oil. I, coconut oil is one that I don't cook with a lot because to that, for that reason is when I do, I taste it mm-hmm. and I like coconut, but sometimes you don't 
you're not making a coconut dish. Right. So I hear you. I right. get you. Right. But it was so good. Still worth it. Um, I'm definitely ex- excited about doing another experiment, but um, I need to go back to the grocery store and get some more seasoning. So there's that. Can we talk? Did you see the meme that was going around a few weeks ago about someone? <laughs> I'm assuming that they were not a person of color. I'm just assuming. <laughs> But they had taken a picture of their pantry and was talking about, like, how you should be taking this time to do stuff and organize. And so they said, organized all my spices. And it was a picture of their pantry. And it was um, salt, pepper, and, like, one other thing. Like, maybe paprika or maybe garlic, (laughs) salt. I don't even know. It was just, like, three things. And, And it was, like... All? What do you mean all? <laughs> it was. It, it, it sparked like everyone else posting like a legitimate pantry with real right. spices that you could probably go two levels in our house. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. You have to look this up. It was hilarious. I'll look it up. Um, so really quickly, I know we haven't like got into our topic, but I want to bring up a conversation that I know um, you may have seen on the interwebs this week that has been a bit of a buzz. Um, but I want to have a conversation around a word that seemingly is a hot button for a demographic of people. Uh, the N-word has always been a hot hot word to use, whether in the community, out of the community. However, have you heard the word Karen used to describe a particular kind of person? Yeah, Karen's the person, um, usually a woman, but I don't think it has to be exclusive to a female. But it's a like person it. that has so much privilege, they're asking for the manager, they are mm. asking for special treatment, and the rules just don't apply. So... What are your thoughts on the word Karen? I have several thoughts, but I would love to hear yours. But let me let me state the claims, and I want to be very clear with what I read. Karen is a term that is used. Actually, I'm going to be very very clear. I want I want to read it. There, and, and this is a post. It looks like it says, "Stop saying Karen." Karen is a sexist and racist term equivalent to the N word for white women. Calling a woman Karen is an attempt to rid, get rid of her women's rights and stand up for themselves. Go on. Oh, was that it? Okay, <laughs> I was expecting more. Interesting. Okay, so one disclaimer that I haven't heard talked about is I have heard Karen used for women, but I can think of a lot of male Karens as well, so I just want to broaden that conversation. Wow. What word, what word came to mind when you thought of male Karens? The men that yell and scream and throw tantrums in public because something just didn't go the way they wanted. Mm. Okay. It was, okay. I think, very Karen-like behavior. So I do, I do want to expand the conversation for just individuals of privilege. Absolutely. I will say, with that said, I wish they had... I mean, Karen does seem like such a good name, but I do wish they had chosen a, um, like a tailor. Oh, I have a friend Taylor. Oh, maybe not Taylor. That seems a uh, that's a good one though. Um, like a Logan, maybe something that could have been a little more unisex. Yeah, people. Yeah, could see that it, we yeah. got some men in that that group that do that too. Yeah, it's definitely got to be two siblings. I was thinking like Patricia or um, I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't know what name would be appropriate. But I I have to admit for this term. I like the word Karen, if that makes sense. Why? What, what makes it make sense? Like, well, I guess 
I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm agreeing with all the things, but I think Karen is an appropriate word to use, if that makes sense. If you're going to use a word to describe what you're trying to describe, I think Karen fits. <laughs> Karen just, it just tracks for you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, here's, I, he, here's what I'm get. I would like to, to claim. Um, if you are a person who feels that you are being, um, emotionally abused or that the word Karen is, uh, oppressive or that you feel like your women's rights or your rights are being taken away. I want you to hear my voice and say, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Right now in our culture, we are living in what I heard Amanda Seals call the oppression Olympics. Right now, all of us, a lot of people who are not of color, but then also some of color are, are, are racing to see who can feel the most woe is me, who can feel the worst, who can feel the most oppressed. And I'm going to expand this. I'm glad you brought up the fact that it was it was it can be expanded to men as well. Because I think that privilege has a lot to do with the term Karen. Mm-hmm. More importantly, um, would you say the people protesting to keep the to op- to reopen our country are Karens? Ooh, yes. But one other thing I want us to say because I don't want people to think we didn't hit on this: being called a Karen, whether you're male or woman, is nothing like slavery. No, never and will it be. Is also nothing like being called a derogatory name for a group of people of color. So as Destiny said, I want you to get up and look in the mirror and I want you to say out loud to yourself, stop it. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. But to your question about the individuals that are, (laughs) it's just so comical to me. (laughs) The people who are, protesting getting in their cars going to hospitals where people are losing their lives both on the front lines and other civilians and saying to open up our nation it just tells me people god didn't create us all as equals i thought he did maybe he did and the devil infiltrated your brain Mm. You're acting like an idiot. I don't even remember what the question was because I just got emotionally reactive. <laughs> but you're being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, they are parents. I just don't think that people get it. And to me, those people that are out there protesting, don't get me wrong. Not only am I like the pan like I wasn't on the pandemic exclusion list. You know what I'm saying? Like as an entire world, a a planet. A, we have to be more united than ever. But, like, this is not exclusive to you. Maybe our systems need to change where our social construct does not totally rely on um, on these things. And, and maybe I'm wrong about that, but, like, the ability to make money and sustain a life and live, like, isn't, isn't life all right? Anyways, mm-hmm. that's outside the point. All I'm saying is, all these people out here protesting, you need to stop. Because I think it's just rooted in privilege, and I just don't understand how some of some of these folks are taking the conversation about 
um, reopening the country, which I know several people who would love to be back at work, um, became about gun rights, became about, (laughs) became about like neo-Nazi stuff, became about like all this, like, how did we get here? Like, take your political propaganda and just tell it to go sit down. Yes. And you know, I just changed my mind. You know what? I have a thought. You know what? I'm okay with you protesting. You know, everyone has freedom of speech. What I, I'm going to encourage you to protest in a small, confined area without masks, away from hospitals. You shouldn't be disturbing nobody. But I want you guys to get real close to each other. And I want you to breathe in each other's faces as you're yelling. Mm. I want you to do that. I want you to have that right. I want you to do it many, many feet away, many, many yards away from anybody who is mm-hmm. trying to help another and I want you to just scream your little hearts out. I want you to scream in each other's faces. I want those water droplets to just just multiply. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's what I want because I because I think you guys deserve it. Yeah, I really do. I, I, I yeah, I like I I hear you. I really think that just people don't get it, and until it hits home, that's what I think it's going to take is yeah. for them to realize. Yeah, no, this is not some conspiracy. No. People are not lying to you. They're not trying to keep you down. No, no. This is a real threat. And I'm just going to end with this. It's just a question. Uh, You can answer if you feel like, but who of our political leaders have you seen wear a mask? Okay. All right. Are we ready to start the show? (laughs) That is true. As always, we have some really good topics to you today. We do. Okay, so Lauren, um, have you ever been like talking to a guy and then all of a sudden like they went ghost like they literally like ghosted you yes and i that wasn't a term what 10 years ago probably but for anyone i think who's ever online dated or even just spoken to someone over social media on the internet through chat or DMs or anything like that can probably relate to the term ghosting when you're having that conversation. And then just like a ghost, they're gone. Gone. Yep. I wish ghosting was around when I was, um, in my younger years in this out here dating, uh, doing my thing. But, um, uh, I want to go ahead and read some statistics for you. Are there statistics on ghosting? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. All right, so um, number... Okay, uh, so basically 80, 82% of women have been involved in ghosting. 71% of men have been involved in ghosting. Okay. Um, <laughs> 26% of women said that they had ghosted someone. And 15% of men have said that they've ghosted someone. I'm going to go ahead and call BS on this 15% of men. Um, I was about to say the same thing. Y'all lying. <laughs> like, I don't believe that number, but I did get this from um, from a, a site that is, a, um, that is attached to a, what's it called? A online dating site. There we go. Gotcha. So here, here's my thing when it comes to ghosting. Well, Actually, Lauren, would you like to describe actually what is ghosting? Yeah, well, it's exactly like when you're talking to someone through some kind of medium, usually over the internet. Yeah. And 
you know, you're having exchanges and one day you put that exchange out there and you never get a reply back. Or on the other side, you're having an exchange with someone, you're not feeling it. So you just decide, I'm not going to continue on with this conversation. I feel no desire to tell this other person that my actions will speak for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's a lot of conversation in that. So you said that you have been ghosted before. Have you ghosted someone? Sure have. Many of them. That's why when I heard those numbers, 26 and the 15%, I said, that just seems low for everybody. It just seems like we're all lying to ourselves, which makes sense because it's not really a positive connotation to ghosting. It's just not. I mean, are you really surprised that I've ghosted people? Uh, no, no. No. I love you enough to tell you no. I feel like you've done more ghosting than you've been ghosted. Yes, don't have to answer that. that. Yeah, I was going to say yes. I know the answer to that. I'm not asking for validation on that answer. I know that that is the case. <laughs> oh, this is so true. Okay, well, question. Okay, so I'm sure you, I'm assuming you had a negotiate friends or family members. Have you ever had a girlfriend or a guy friend who's like, I was really talking to this person and I thought we were vibing. And now I, like I did the double text and nothing came back. I don't want to do a triple text. Sure. That's just weird and creepy. Sure. Have you heard of anybody saying that in your life? Okay. Let me go ahead and go on record and say that. Yes, I too have been ghosted, but also like mom was out here being the queen of ghosts. Like I had a whole, like I was, I was, I was queen ghost. Um, but, um, yes I have, but I'm also, I, I felt like I was always a friend who would say, um, well, let's take a look at some signs, right? That book, he's not, he's not that into you. I think it came out in like 2001 or something, whatever it was. Um, Hey, there's a, there's a lot of conversation around that. Like, let's, let's actually take a look and see like, how much texting were you doing? If you send out these paragraphs and his reply is yes. Mm, was it really ghosting or were you just too happy or eager to try to make this work when it really wasn't going to, or you weren't open enough to look at the signs? Mm-hmm. Which is a very, I feel like that's a very, um, I'm going to say a woman thing, but I think it's more of um, if one party is just more interested in the other party. I definitely, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting input from a person in my space. Well- uh, Does who this said no? Is, be a special guest to get closer to the mic? I mean, I think that they should be. <laughs> oh, this person shook their head and said, "Absolutely not speaking." Exactly. They're just going right. to be on the on the fringe okay. talking, right. but it won't be seen. This is recording. Oh, <laughs> yay! <Yeah, yeah. laughs> this is going on the podcast, just so you know. Right. <laughs> well, podcast is way all you need. I'm just saying that it's easy to see the pers- the perspective from your perspective. And you're like, he's not into you, blah, blah, blah. Just, I think sometimes people don't put in the work. Okay, so would you like to expand on that? Some people don't put in the work. What does that mean? Yeah, what's work? That's what I was wondering, too. If you're going to get to know someone, actually get to know them. Don't have your your idea of what you think they are and then try to force them into that. Because that's typically what happens. Like, if, if you're going to ghost, at least from a guy's perspective... I'd say you would ghost primarily because you either can't be who you want to be or who you are, or just there's just it's too much too fast. 
And by too much too fast, do you mean it's just like the like things are moving too fast or like maybe like this person's overwhelming to them in a way to where like they like them a lot, but it's just too much and they don't know how to deal with it? It can be seen a bunch of different ways. I, I think it's almost like your ability to manage a relationship relies on your maturity in handling a relationship. Right? Because if you're mature enough to set boundaries early, you typically won't get too disappointed in the end. Like things are always going to shift at each kind of mark of your relationship, which is to be expected. But I think thinking that this guy is going to be what your last guy was or wasn't, or if there's indicators of that last guy and you bring that into this new relationship, of course you're going to get ghosted. No one wants to deal with someone else's uh, baggage, if you will. Previous cats, music. If you're too young to know what that song is, Google it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I was like, music soul child? <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Back when he was, I guess, back when he was called music soul child. Now he's just music. Okay. Ooh, learn something new every day. Every day. Every right? day. Out here. Yeah, I do, I do want to, actually, one thing that you said, mystery guest, who will not be named, Interesting enough, when you talked about setting boundaries, you said if people can set up boundaries in the beginning, you are going to be, you're less likely to be ghosted or surprised by ghosting. And I started thinking, partly, yes, I agree, that if the more mature you are, the more comfortable you are with having those conversations that this isn't working out or this is not what I want. But then it also made me think for people that aren't as mature, is ghosting a tool that they're using to avoid that converse, that confrontation? So, like, I don't want to tell them, so I just will disappear. So, I'll be honest. A lot of my ghosting was a lot... Okay, I think ghosting is rooted in uh, immaturity or a, a lack of ability um, to communicate or not knowing how to communicate. Right? So, if you don't necessarily say, like, hey... Um, this is what, this is how I'm feeling. If you're not mature enough to like have that conversation, you're just not going to have it. Or you just don't care enough about the person. Um, either one, I want to ask the question, do you think that ghosting is a good thing or a bad thing? (laughs) That's a terrible question. (laughs) I think that's a great question. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. (laughs) Right. And I'll have on record to go, it is not a good question. Ghosting feels like it's a character defect because you're not comfortable saying what you need to say to be in a healthy relationship. Everything good, or what is it, all that glitters isn't gold? And if that's your approach to relationships, good luck. Good, like ask anyone who's been married for a long time, it takes a lot of work. And that a lot of work usually just comes down to being honest early enough to prevent the big blow-ups. Um, can I co-sign that just really quickly? Ghosting isn't... Right. Yes, please. All right. Thank you, audience. See you next week. <laughs> We're not recording in this space ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to go, like, make sure that we're including this on the table. Because I think when we think of ghosting, we think a lot about relationships. But I think, uh, and maybe you hinted at it before, it's not just romantic relationships. It can be friendships. It can be familial relationships. So um, to your question or to your answer or back to your answer, is ghosting good or bad? I think it depends. Okay. 
to your yeah to your point i think and you actually said it i think there are two ways of thinking about it um in one sense i know that i use ghosting as a tool of i just don't want confrontation so i'm just gonna same but i've also used it and this is going to sound harsh but i'm being honest of you know i just don't care enough about where this is going to continue on so i don't even feel a obliged to put in the effort to end it Mm because I've moved on. Third, to relationships that have been very contentious and some, including non-romantic ones. Oh man. The the other party, maybe it was giving so much energy that to protect my own self, I just had to walk away. Same, same. So I think it just depends on what is the situation, what is the goal, what is the intent, what is the relationship. And truthfully, the first question is, what do you need? Ooh. Okay, self-care podcast. Okay, go sit down podcast. What do you need? That is the first question you should be asking. Uh, I'll be honest. I have a, um, a friendship that I think ended pretty badly because of my failed attempts at ghosting. Mm. Yeah. Um, It's not that I did not like this person. I just felt like we were definitely going into different spaces. And I felt like, I'm not going to say I was growing and this person wasn't. I just felt like we just were not on the same page. And I was being very cognizant of energy and I just did not want it. And I was being, I was, I mean, I had just met my husband, well, my, my boyfriend at the time, um, and like I had just gotten a house, like all these like things were happening. This person, not that I mean, they they were well past like that phase of life. So married, kid, all that stuff, and it just like th- that person's energy, I just could not. And I hate to like think back on it because we had a really great friendship, but I just the energy that I was getting was so it just. It wasn't for me. And I like, again, I kept trying. I like moved to different spaces of this. Yeah. And oh, you told me about this one. I remember. Yeah. And it, it just did not end well. Like, and they, it was, yeah, it did not end well. I don't want to get into too many details because it'll be a lot more obvious. <laughs> who they are. Yeah. I mean, if you had to move away from somebody, they know who you are. This they know true. who they are. Yeah. This is true. But I just felt like, I did not do a good job of setting clear boundaries. Again, I think that ghosting is rooted in um, not knowing how to communicate. I'm very much like you in terms of I don't like confrontation. Oh, I do like confrontation. Oh, okay. I'm very much a confrontation. In fact, I told, did I tell you once that someone told me that I was the most confrontational person they've ever met and I took it as a compliment? Wow. Because, and I, I say what's on my mind. So, no, I'm very comfortable with confrontation. Very, very, I should teach a class. <laughs> I should teach a master class. <laughs> okay. Um, I do not like, enjoy confrontation. It actually makes me feel very uh, uncomfortable. I will do it if necessary. Um, but not that I, I'll be honest, I think a lot of my life had been spent people-pleasing. But I, I'll say once 30 hit, it was like, ooh, world, I am so sorry. But I just found out who I am, and I just... I don't think it's going to end well for the rest of yous. Um, but okay. So 
we think ghosting can be a good or bad thing. Let's talk about the self-care piece. Because you said the first question needs to be, what do you need? What else needs to be considered when it comes to yourself and ghosting? Because obviously when you get to a point where you're like ready to just throw in the towel and just walk away from a person, it's got to be pretty like bad. Or if somebody does that to you, it's got to be pretty bad or careless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So another question that I would ask is what do you need? And in that same, if you don't know how to answer that, what is motivating you to go someone? That's a good way to get clarity. Mm -hmm. But in the self-care part, I also think it's important to think through if I were to ghost this person or this person, yeah, is that the end of it? Or is there going to be other areas of closure? Like, for example, I think you would handle it very differently if you are ghosting someone that you really don't know very well and maybe it's really new versus a friend Mm -hmm. that you were close with but you're no longer close with, but you're going to see them in circles. Maybe you have a lot of new girlfriends. I think deciding what to do in that scenario is going to be different. Your thought process is going to be different. And maybe the the self-care part is I don't need this energy in my life and I may see this person, but I'm going to put up some boundaries. Yeah. Whether that conversation or just physical ghosting. I mean, run. Do you think that you could have that conversation with people and like tell someone, Hey, I'm just not really feeling your energy. (laughs) Sorry. I just think that sounds hilarious. Like, hi, I'm not really feeling your energy. Um, but do you think that that's a conversation people can have? Yes, but that is also coming from the confrontation queen. And I literally, as you said that, and I was like, have I told someone that? Because it seems sounds like something I would absolutely say. Like, I'm just really not vibing with you. I'm not really sure what it is, and I don't mm-hmm. know the reason. I just know what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm letting that sit there. <laughs> and now, how do you how do you think people respond to that? Ooh, first response was don't care. But I think yeah. if you are, I don't typically, I I very rarely will say something actually hurt someone what I say can be really harsh I can give you that I can be super blunt but it's also just coming from a place of directness and I want there to be no questions about where I'm coming from yeah so typically in my opinion if you're coming from a place of just true honesty not trying with an intent to hurt or to mean as harsh as it could be people can people can stomach it it might be a little surprising but they can stomach it right but if you're coming from a place where you hurt me and I'm going to get back at you and I'm going to tell you about yourself, that's probably going to blow up a bit. And I think that if uh, the tough part, and this is, I think, a societal thing, the tough part is by telling someone that I'm just not really, really feeling your energy right now could be their first window into looking into the mirror. Like that could be their first step of being like, wait. What about my energy doesn't she like or don't they like? Like, what 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 energy am I giving off that makes you uncomfortable? And so, like, maybe that is rooted in, like, uh, maybe they had a bad relationship and it's being projected in other spaces. Maybe they have, like, a very uh, a strange relationship with a parent. Maybe, maybe they got laid off at work. And so, like, mm-hmm. their energy 
Um, and, I, and I'm saying this as a, yes, someone's energy will probably be projected in certain ways, but maybe it was an experience from their past that is still moving forward with them. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I think you could, it's important to also reverse that on ourselves to ask sometimes. And I had this one friend who we're still really close with. This is the friend who told me I was the most confrontation person they've ever met. Cause it was, it was I had confronted them about something I didn't like. Um, but at one point I was thinking, do I really want, do I really want this friendship? Like I was drawn to this person and having them in my life, but there was also something that was off and I couldn't figure out what it was. And so as I was evaluating, I had to ask myself like, what is this energy that's coming? Is it something that I can control? Is it my reaction to something in my past that I'm perpetuating or is it something that they're giving me based on maybe their past. And as I thought about it, it was really coming from a place on my side. They reminded Mm. me of someone, um, a college friend who that friendship ended, but a college friend that I had a lot of envy for. Mm -hmm. They were just really bright and outgoing and I was bright and outgoing, but I I felt that they were more so. Okay. And so when the second person came in, I realized I was, I was about to repeat the same pattern of oh. ending this friendship for my own insecurity. And so I talked to him about it and we, it was one of the best conversations, but there was that question of, am I ghost? Am I not to ghost this person again for something that is, that I'm repeating, but, or to your question, is this something that they're repeating? Right. That that's the energy that I'm picking up on. It's like, where's the source coming from? Right, right. Uh, I actually heard someone say, don't watch someone's, don't listen to someone's words, watch their patterns. Ooh, yes. Yeah, or even like, don't watch their actions, watch their patterns. I don't remember what the first part was, but basically pay attention to a person's patterns. And even then, I'm very, I think it's important to be cognizant of a person's patterns and how they not just affect you, but are you subconsciously internalizing those patterns as well? So like, um, oh gosh, I, this is not a good thing to say on a podcast. Um, I, I have a friend who has other friends, obviously, but this friend has lots of <laughs> other married friends and a lot of them, not a lot of them. Okay. So I have a friend and a bunch of her friends. Got it. That um, are cheating on their spouses. Ooh. Ooh, we have to do an episode of the people we, we know are cheating. We will absolutely do an episode on one. cheating. I got a good one. Okay. I'm like salivating at the thought. Like, that's going to be Ooh. so good. Um, so, again, my friend, her friends, a good chunk of them are cheating on their husbands. When she got married, her husband met a lot of these friends met some of the husbands, right? But during pillow talk, she would share with him what her friends are doing, right? Because it would be one of those late night texts and he'd be like, hey, what's up? And he's like, yo, like such and such is going through it. So upon approaching their marriage, there was like insecurity there on his part because he's wondering if she is, if she is going to pick up that behavior, And so, obviously, I was like, girl, you're going to have to do something to reinforce that, whatever it is. And I'm not saying detach from those friends, but you need to show your man because that's what's important. 
what that is. And so I'm saying that to say like whatever a person's pattern is, because I mean, I hate to say it, but if you if you've cheated it, to me, it's hard to like take away that pattern. Like I can't to me, you can't say like sex just happened. And I'll be honest, like I I knew that whoever I marry, if cheating is something that's on the table for you, then we don't need to be together. And that's not because I don't want to be with somebody who is a cheater. Like if if your level of execution is life rests within your growing, we we're not thinking on the same level. Right. Like I need you to be thinking much higher, like really you, not that you don't have time to be cheating, but like you understand the, the challenges that would come with cheating and how bad that would look for you long term. Because I'm, I'm not I'm not going to be. Oh, ooh, an affirmation I just added to my wall. Side note is I am who I think I am. And so that being yeah. said, I know that I did not marry the person who I was who I married to if I didn't think we were going to be something like really big. And so again, with all that bigness, if cheating was even on the table for him or myself, there was there was no point in doing this. Mm-hmm. And so like all that being said, like I just think that when it comes to relationships and whether they're romantic relationships or familial relationships, there are patterns you have to be super cognizant. And I think that comes back to something we always talk about is putting in your work, putting in your energy work to make sure that you are protecting and affirming and supporting who you are as a person and what's important to you. That was a long tangent. I'm sorry. It was good though. I followed that. Mm, it was good. Okay. Last question before we get into some of the things that we're obsessed with and liking right now. Have you ever ghosted someone and regretted it? <laughs> oh, she's laughing, y'all. Some one of y'all, she was thinking, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, not a one. <laughs> not a one. And not I'll be on, that's that that's a lot of um. I just did not. Like, I don't, I don't look back and, and find out again. I I was the queen of ghosting. So when, especially like when it came to like breaking up or, you know, deciding to move on from relationships, I was a queen of like hard stop. I remember I broke up. No, I had a boyfriend break up with me on my birthday, girl. And I was like, oh, you, you out here breaking up with folks on their birthday. Okay, cool. We done. So let me go ahead and text such and such real quick. (laughs) and he was so mad at me for that he was like what if we get back together you broke up with me sir on my birthday it's not how this works you can go on about your business i'm going on with life uh and i have a date on friday i'll talk to you later (laughs) queen of moving on break up with someone the day before their birthday it was it was it was bad okay and you know i yeah, have you? I don't, I don't think so. I'm really thinking hard. If I have to think this hard, the answer is probably no. Mm-mm. I have had people that um, ghosted and they came back and I re-engaged for a moment. I thought, why did I do this? I ghosted yeah. this perfectly. Yeah, same. And yeah, mm-hmm. but overall, no. I think the ghosting that I did was either an act of, it was an act of rebellion at some point, maybe if I was just not ready um, most recently and more notably, it was probably just an act of self-preservation mm-hmm. of 
I don't have any more energy to give or I get nice this is not worth energy. So I'm out and how you take that is on you, but I'm not taking any kind of responsibility on what you need right now. This is what I need. And I'm gone. Peace. Yeah. That, okay. So we haven't really answered the question. We kind of talked around it. I don't think ghosting overall is a good thing. But ghosting in the name of self-care, out here, do it. Yes, shoot a juice. If you need to have a conversation, like write a letter. But someone said to me, I don't know where this person got it, but someone said to me, especially when it comes to romantic relationships, you owe that person the right to know. If you have given any sort of like attention to this person on a much higher level than you would give anyone else, and you decide to ghost them or break up with them or just quit them for whatever reason, you owe them um, a right to know. And it can be just like, hey, I just need some space. Whatever it may be. Interesting. Okay, I was thinking, I was pondering that. So I think I struggle with you owe someone. I, so that, sure. I'm going to rephrase that to sure. and say that I agree with the idea that if I have been in a romantic relationship, and this is not a few exchanges over a phone, but we are truly in a relationship, gotten to know each other, spent time together, I will respect you enough to let you know. Mm-hmm. I won't owe you anything, but I will respect you enough to let you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, that's, and if, with that phrasing, I would agree. Okay. And there we go. If I can, if I can, I think that marriage is, and I, I, these weren't my words, marriage is 100% more about respect than love. Love carries you through hard times. Respect gets you through all times. Oh, I do like that. Yep. Because no matter what, let's be honest, you hear moms talk about how I like my kids, but I don't, I mean, I love my kids, but I don't always like them. <laughs> I feel that way about my sister. <laughs> right? So there are going to be days when you're like, you know what? I just need you out my face. Like, I need your whole face. Just go to a corner and just do whatever, but just get out of mine. Right? But at the end of the day, you will always respect a person. You should always respect a person. If you can't respect them, then probably need to have a totally different conversation. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. If you have lost respect for someone in your life that is close to you, it's time to reevaluate Total that question marks. <laughs> Total question marks. You're absolutely right. Um, did we get to everything? Was that, did I answer your question? Was there- you did. I, I think we covered the idea of ghosting. Um, in my perspective, ghosting is nor a bad thing nor a good thing. It is what it is. And it applies to multiple people in different situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it as bad. I don't see it as good. I see it as what it is. Yeah. So have you seen the show on MTV called Ghosted? No, there's a show. There is a show. And uh, I'm not going to say how I got into the show, but I'll be honest with you. I'm just waiting on someone to call me and be like, uh, hey, this is such and such from MTV. Um, you've been invited to be a part of the show called Ghosted. Do you know this person, such and such and such and such? Like, I'm really waiting on that phone call and be like, shoot, 
Um, oh, do people confront their ghosters? Yes. <laughs> yes. No okay. Oh, I'm, I'm yes. It's it's really good. And I guess that's where my conversation about is rooted in the inability to communicate effectively to a person how you're feeling. Ooh, that's an interesting concept. I'm trying to think. And they bring you face to face like nothing else is on the set, like in like in front of the camera. And it's just one chair facing the other chair. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Question. Yeah. Since you asked, I don't know this show. If you were, are there, are there some people that if you approached by MTV to do that, you would say yes to, and you would say no to, um, I would say no to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too grown for that. Sorry. <laughs> no, because if you, if you really want to have a conversation, you know how to reach me. I'm Googleable. Um, I have an ex who seems to find all my business phone numbers. Um, <laughs> like if you need to talk or if you really want to find out why I ghost- ghosted you, shoot me a text, find me on Instagram and I changed my name. So it should be easy to find out. Like, no, no. And plus I'm not going on. Like, that's not the reason why I'm going on TV. No. Oh, <laughs> so maybe I should say, sorry. If someone from the past approached you without cameras, without an agenda, sure. But wanting the closure, would you have some people you would say yes to or some people you would say no to? Uh, depending on the person, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So answer your question, yes. There's some people I probably would say yes to, some people I would say no to. Um, but I think I would probably say yes to most. If somebody just reached out and was like, hey, I'm just kind of wanting some closure on this, can you clarify or can you just explain what happened with us or why we aren't friends or why we broke up, then I would I would absolutely be willing to say hey this is where I was at the time because usually my ghosting had a lot less to do with the other person and more to do with me Mm. Um, I'd say my previous boyfriend before I met my husband like I mean an amazing guy and I just out of respect for my marriage I don't reach out but that's somebody who I wish I still had a really close relationship with because he was just such a good person um and plus I know he's on his own journey I want to respect him and his journey right Mm -hmm. but that being said like if if he were to ever like reach out or somebody of that same like great energy I would absolutely be like hey like this is just where I was and when we broke up I'll be honest like I had made a decision in my life that he knew nothing about at the time and I was like I just don't think that we need to continue and I think he was feeling the same thing at the same at the time like it was almost this undercurrent or this unspoken thing wow um anyways uh long story short I think that um yeah I would absolutely answer the question but sometimes when it comes to answering the question I'll be incredibly brutal to the person (laughs) or I'll be nice or I'll be nice last boyfriend I would be nice a lot of folks absolutely not (laughs) I have no words he knows. <laughs> no words. That door in the back, we are cracking up. That, that was funny. Um, <laughs> it's like, I know you know we're recording. You, you, you right. Know, I know you know it. <laughs> and that, did you hear the dinging? Yes. <laughs> Couldn't find his phone. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, I would, if anyone were to approach me from my past, they would be on a case by case review. Sure. Sure. <laughs> some 
might be yes. Others might get a no. Mm-hmm. But it would be a case by a case. By Absolutely. A case. There's one person that you know why we don't we are talking. Uh, you wanna, like if you reach out to me, <coughs> yeah, be prepared for wrath. But honestly, I probably would just ignore them again because it's just not worth it. Same. <laughs> um, and I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know if people have this. And I don't know if I'm about to reveal something about myself, but I can typically feel someone in, someone's energy when I'm about to hear from them. Ooh, like you can sense it? Yeah. I can, I feel like I sense events or actions, but not people, if that makes sense. Gotcha. But I, I, I can sense I can those too. Good's about to happen. Hmm? I said I can sense those too, which is yeah, weird. No, but yeah, I can I can feel and I guess where I would absolutely be willing to give someone the conversation is just out of like politeness. But then also um if it's somebody whose energy I know is going to affect me in a way, in any sort of way that I'm just not ready to handle that energy, I don't know that I would. All I have to say is F being polite. Mm. Okay. So we mm. <laughs> gonna get what you're gonna get with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do want to ask you. Yes. Um, ghosting aside, let's let's do something a little positive. I'm gonna make people feel good. Sure. What are you obsessed or with, or what do you like right now? Oh my gosh! So okay, I told you I kind of hit my wall earlier this week, and was just like, it's just not happening. It's just whatever is supposed to happen. It's just not. Um, and I've, I really feel like I'm in a space where my creative side is screaming at me. Uh, and I don't know if you know this, but like I have an undergrad, my undergrad degree is in fashion design. So like I've no. got like a huge, like a huge side of me that's super creative, that love, I wouldn't say loves the arts. I just love to be able to sit in the corner, do my thing and come out with something beautiful. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, collaborate with anybody. I just want to go and be vili- uh, diligent, diligent and come out. So, that being said, two things. One, unrelated. Um, I am loving the show Making the Cut. So, this is a show on Amazon. Heidi Klum, Tim Gunn, they left a previous show on Bravo that we have been watching for years. Uh, and they went and did their own thing on Amazon. And I have to say that I am obsessed because it's a little more entre- entrepreneurial based. Um, they have a little bit more time. They have seamstresses to help them with their collection. Uh, and I really like the people on the show. Like they are some very, very talented people. Also, just watching it, it's like I, I don't have my sketchbook out, but I have like all these ideas and I'm like, I got to go get my mannequin. I need to set up my sewing machines. Like I'm ordering fabric tonight. Matter of fact, I'm using the fabric that I already have and I'm just going to make whatever. So it's nice to be able to like kind of get back in tune with that creative side of me. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of super excited to like, like make stuff like making masks. Cool. Sure. Whatever. But like making just non-functional wearable art i'm here for oh and i do like those two together they just give they're funny together they are whimsical they're warm they seem kind together i like those two on a show i'm happy that they're back oh yeah and then my second thing that i'm loving is um i remember my birthday back in 2016 
my husband, my boyfriend at the time, my now husband, um, we had just met a couple of months before that. So this was like our, my first birthday as a couple. If that makes sense. And so I remember just casually speaking about how I wanted um, metal straws. And this was back in 2016, right? So this is before they were popular or whatever. And I'm like, I just wanted some for like cocktails and to be cute and stuff. And I rediscovered mine and I am obsessed with my metal straw. Like I have a whole like collection of metal straws. And if I'm echoing right now, it's because I'm talking to my glass and I'm clinking my straw as we speak. Like I... I love this thing. And like, it just, I don't know. It's just something about drinking out of a straw. Um, Lauren, you can attest to this. I burp less when I'm drinking from a straw. <laughs> You're all welcome. I don't know. And just like the, the moisture, the water is just more succinct. Like it knows exactly where to go. I don't have to like channel it to the back of my throat. It just, it just goes where it needs to go and it's perfect. Oh, I do. I do like a metal straw. It's hard to drink hot liquids through. Mm. Uh, Who's out here drinking hot liquids? Isn't the straw going to get hot? Is that healthy? That's what I'm saying. That's the only drawback. But other than that, they are really great. Yeah. And very cute. Super cute. I want somebody to come out with a metal swirly straw. Remember the straws we had back when we were growing up? I remember the straws straws we used to get in Sonic prizes. You remember Sonic? Yep. Yep. Sure, I'm going to look into that. that. Somebody has to be making it. I'm sure they make the metal, too. I'm sure they do. They have to. Know. They have to. And, like, you have to suck for, like, three seconds before any juice gets to the... Sh- mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so good. So good. So good. Okay. Mine, so, mine, what mine. am I loving? I'm loving... One is just a small, just a simple pleasure. When I was working in an office outside of home, I used to enjoy every once in a while a nice little special coffee. Okay. And this week, since I've been in Austin, my hometown, it there are so many local coffee shops in Austin that Dallas just doesn't compare. Sure. So I have really loved being able to get some local coffee in the morning. Very cool. And supporting some of the smaller businesses. I like me a lavender latte. Don't judge me. Okay. Don't at me. I like it. Okay. I won't. I'll I'll just do it in my head. There you go. It's delicious, and if you haven't tried it, you need to. Um, so that's a well, my small pleasure. Smell like lavender? Like, what's the purpose of a lavender latte? Well, one, I love the smell of lavender, and it's just soothing, and it just tastes good. And the taste? Like lavender. Okay. Lavender <laughs> is just a scent to me and not a, a taste. Like, I feel like my flavor profile is, like, cannot compute and... Lavender just doesn't register as something tasty. But it is. But it is. You just have to try it. And I honestly, I'm sh- I don't know where you can get it in Dallas because it's such an Austin sounding thing, like a California sounding thing. I'm sure there's a place in Dallas, but a lavender latte in the morning. Oh, it's just, oh, just divine. Just okay, divine, I tell you. But what I'm really loving is also related to Austin is when I came here, I am just so impressed and excited to see the local government here has not only, yeah, this is cool. They obviously, you know, most, I think most states and cities and municipalities have garbage service. So you have your garbage. Hopefully they also pick up your recycling as well. But Austin has gone one step further and is also picking up compost, which I think is really cool. That's huge. That's really huge. 
it is. And now that we're cooking so much and I get to, I, when I look to see what you're actually making and how much of it is compostable, Mm -hmm. not having that option kind of makes me upset, but I love that I'm here. And I would say 75% of the things that we're cooking, we can compost later. Yeah. And that is like your, your lemon peels and your onion shavings and the pits of your olive. I mean, you can just, your tea bags. Yeah. I drink so much tea. As you guys know, I drink, I'm really into pot. This morning. Yeah. Tea. Well, you heard, we heard about your pot, pot last episode. <laughs> oh, pot of tea, guys. But I just love that this, um, the city is supporting that and supporting the government or the environment and gives that an, to be an option. Yeah. For the That's really cool. The area. So I love that. Uh, I wonder who we need to reach out to, but I just feel like Dallas is such a different beast. Dallas, ne- Dallas next to Austin is shameful, but I think Dallas is still light years ahead of other cities. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't lived in a lot of other cities. Y'all in Texas <laughs> raised, so I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, th- I think that one of, well, we're not going to get into like Dallas, but just for one, for one, Dallas understands infrastructure at a high level. Mm. Right. So like there's a lot of times where like our roads are going to be pristine. Like there's going to be so much stuff that I think can easily be taken for granted. Anyways, that's not why we're here. Um, But that's cool. Uh, So you're loving that. But like we didn't talk about who's going to sit down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So many people Mm -hmm. and things need to sit down. Sure. And I, I really hate to say this, I do. Um, but all the uncles, oh, trying to stay relevant. Mm. I want y'all to sit down. And I love you, and it's coming from a place of love. But I don't need to see you twerking. Um, I definitely don't want to see you in the savage challenges. And um, you know who you are. Don't. I'm not gonna say it again. I don't need you doing the most. Wow. For the gram. Wow. Or the TikTok, because they out here. <laughs> especially the TikTok. Especially the TikTok. I just want y'all to take this time to love on your families, to love on yourselves. Please. And most notably, just stay out of my DMs. Stop it. Stay out of my DMs. You want to talk about ghosting? Block, block, block. Can I just say, I'm glad you said that when it comes to ghosting. I checked my blocked numbers the other day. First of all, I have well over 20 blocked numbers. And these are not like spam calls either. These are like people. And then, (laughs) and then, so I was the queen of like, if a guy and I were on the outs or I was on the outs with them, like I'm kind of over you, like you're just not worth my time. I was the queen of changing their name in my phone. So I had don't ever, ever answer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me backpedal. I had several don't answers. I had several. I had one don't ever, ever answer. I had a not in your best interest and like a champ. <laughs> For my 30th birthday party, I wanted to go all in. This is my last birthday party in New York. I invited all of my ex-boyfriends. Yep. And when, like, like only a few showed up, 
But when I, like, one showed up, and, like, when he was leaving, I walked into the door. I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for coming, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just wanted to show you, and I showed him what his name was in my phone. And I'm like, I really appreciate you, but I just need you to know, like, this is just kind of where you are in my life right now. Have a good night. <laughs> Savage. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Like, I don't know how I got here. Like, I don't deserve anything. <laughs> but, hey, my boundaries were clear. And what's funny is that he respected it. And we're, I'm not going to say we're good friends, but every year our birthdays are one week apart. I'll hear from him on my birthday. I'll message him on his birthday. And that's it. And we're just, we're just, we're just casual that way. And that's it. But he knows exactly where he is. I expect a, a text on February 1st. I will send you a message on February 8th. There's not much deviation from that, sir. <laughs> that's funny. I love that not in your best interest. That's the one that I think made me chuckle. Um, okay, so what or who are you telling to sit down? This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a really tough one. Um, so I like what you said about the uncles, but I want to bring awareness to this particular subject because it is very difficult. And I think just with everybody just kind of not do anything – Auntie shares are at their highest. Oh my gosh, they are. <laughs> Auntie shares are at an all-time high. I will check my mass messenger and have 10 messages. And five of them are the same message. <laughs> the chain. Yeah, yeah. From different aunties that are like, if you love Jesus... You'll send it or some random update from somebody that did a, vi- did a video who works at a hospital who's saying, here's the latest news yeah. on Corona. <laughs> I appreciate the awareness and the information, Auntie, but the tough part is when you have friends your age out here doing the Auntie shares. That's <sighs> like they've got to go. Those auntie shares, please <laughs> send down please aunties and uncles y'all just enjoy each other okay? that's it that's all we're asking that's it i know y'all got some grandbabies y'all can play with or ain't nobody trying to uh, have auntie having a new baby we not we don't we don't need auntie out here getting no. preggers i don't need my child to have a a a second, uh, what is it? A first cousin, second cousin, whatever. Other than them. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I will tell you. Um, I did post on my Instagram this week that I, I do saw. see those <laughs> those quarantine babies. Yes. Coronials. Coronials. That's what about what? Depending on where you're at, the seven weeks out. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Lots of prego announcements. Mm-hmm. Quite a few. Like, expecting in December. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guess be a big brother or sister. Right. <laughs> promoted, promoted to big sister. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm not happy for those who are happy. It's just, I right. don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what would make me feel better. Please. Like, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Y'all be getting this. I hope y'all get the. Uh, oh, ooh, I don't want to. I don't want. Yes, we don't have to go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right, Lauren, where can you find you? You can find me on Instagram at the Lauren Stevens. That is at the Lauren Stevens with a V. Oh, hey. And you can find me uh, on the interwebs. Um, all the things except for Twitter. I mean, I think I'm on there, but I think I do this every time. Like, I'm on there, but like, define on there. Either way, <laughs> um, you can find me at DestinyLO on Instagram and also at RealtorDLSykes. Uh, also, check out my website, DLSykes.com. Uh, reach out to us, y'all. Like, come on, come through. You can find us on our website at uh ghostedownpodcast.com you can email us at ghostedownpodcast at gmail uh i think we had a really cool review from uh a listener last week and i just want to thank the folks who have been giving us some reviews and thumbs ups and saying we we listening we appreciate y'all yeah i agree and we love seeing your posts on instagram so if you do post please tag us we would love to show you some love awesome and on instagram we are at the ghost of down podcast um all right well um i think that's it i think <laughs> i think we're done okay well bye bye y'all